Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Halftime Team Talk podcast. I'm Haikal, the Arsenal fan, and with me today we're stacked with three other of my friends. First of all, Tiru, the United fan. I'm sorry, but how are you? Do you have a good evening? Oh, he's sad. <laughs> I think I broke him, and he's not gonna reply. But he's he's around. Um, we'll go to Dom next. Uh, how are you, my friend, the Liverpool fan? Hey man, good evening. <laughs> uh, also, we have Da, another Liverpool fan. How are you? Do you have hey. a good evening? Yes, bro. Good evening. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we are home ground where football comes home, and uh, the topic for today will be, well, the league has ended. Uh, for almost all of the European leagues. And uh, two leagues actually went down to the wire, which was Ligue 1 of France as well as the La Liga in Spain. So we are going to discuss these two leagues uh, right after we score the goal. Stick around. So we're back. And first of all, um, Da, who's our resident uh, FPL guy, uh would like to give a few shout outs since the FPL and the Premier League has ended. Uh da, go on. Who won the league for us? Hey hey, okay. So uh yeah, the home ground league has uh, also ended. Um so yeah, so the winner of the home ground league is actually uh a team Juan Mata and their manager Cheng Huan, who is uh my friend, my my dear friend from uh, my floorball team, Spartans. Mm-hmm. Um so Congrats to him. Uh, also, in second place, we've got FF Titan, uh, KTO, who we've got, uh, who we've been doing lots of collaborations with um, in terms of FPL. You know, we've been posting on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And and uh, so, quick, big shout out to FF Titan as well. Thank you for uh, keeping us in the loop and uh, keeping us on the FF Titan panel. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, we get to work with you more as well. And uh, in third, we have uh, Tristinians. Uh, managers Tristian Steinbeck. So, uh, good. Um, uh, thank you for playing with us, and I hope you will also play with the next season. And I hope to see more people on the next season. This season we had eighty-five people, which is for the first time we had eighty-five people. I was so shocked oh. we have so many. So, uh, I'm hoping that we have more, and uh, of course, you know, I'm hoping that uh, our panel also gets more involved, and uh, maybe we win it one day. Yep, and big up to everyone else. The eighty-two uh, others including myself and Tiru and uh, Da as well uh, for trying our best to win this. Uh, I don't know if I can win it, but uh, congrats to the champion. Uh, say Pass my congratulations to your friends, Da. Yep. Um, so let's just go to France for the Ligue 1 and uh, have, a be- have a bit of a review. Um, so Lille, champions of France. I don't know about you guys, but I am absolutely surprised. Uh, I actually thought that they were would be contenders, but not exactly uh, champions. Um, Tiro, uh, are you back with us? Nope. I guess he's not. <laughs> he's not back with us. Um, yeah, he, he, he he's part of uh, this podcast. Don't worry, he will be back uh, to answer questions. Uh, in that case, Da, I'll give you the first question. Can you hear you, me? Yep, I can hear you. You're back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I was hearing you guys, but I couldn't, couldn't speak. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Are you okay I, if I were I to ask you the first I'm question? I'm supposed to take the question. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I heard uh, the question. So the first question would be: Are you surprised that a team not named PSG, Monaco, or Lyon uh, won the Ligue 1? Because um, well, PSG is uh, considered like the Bayern of Ligue 1. They are like uh, in terms of money way ahead of everyone. Monaco are uh, another big team in France. Lyon, uh, I think that. There was a part of the season where they were actually top of the table, but um, eventually they weren't. I think uh, one of the issue was the um, the director, sporting director, who's Juninho, uh, ex player of them, uh, had a clash with Rudy Garcia, which is the manager of Leon, and uh, mm-hmm. things went downhill from there. So back to the question, which is, are you surprised that a team not named PSG, Monaco, or Leon won the league? On of course, I'm surprised. I think you guys will be surprised as well. Uh-huh. Because uh, I think we all expected PSG to walk away with the title, possibly. I mean, uh, and please don't compare them to Bayern Munich. Okay, Bayern my, is a different class. My apologies. It's not funded by oil money. It's funded by the fan fans power. themselves. Fan yeah. power. My apologies. So yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, we're surprised. But Lille has won this uh, title. I think ten years back uh-huh. with with Heron Hazard, I guess. Yep. Yeah, so I think um, it's uh, it's not surprising that they have a league title, but uh, of course uh, it's something like you compare to the ones that we had, when we had a uh, Leicester City win the uh, Premier League, so something mm-hmm. like that. You you have a, a workable formula with with a great start to the league, and uh, the team just uh, played on and uh, and they and they stuck to the their game and they managed to win it. And um, I'm quite impressed that their captain is uh, Jose Fonte. Yep, which is surprising yeah, yeah. to me as well. Yep, and he's 37, and he just won the league. You know, and uh, he he left West Ham for China, I guess. And then he came mm-hmm. back. He captain them to be to the league, and um, of course, uh, I think uh, PSG is a big club, you know, and, and their capital club. But um, unfortunately, they they just lost. They couldn't yep. uh, fight through, and um, it's the same thing here. When you have a team that's been winning the league for like six, seven, eight years in a row, of course, you cannot win it more than I think ten in a row. To my knowledge, a lot of teams stop at nine. Oh, okay. Be, be, be Rangers in Scotland or, or uh, UA in Syria, you know. I think They're I think you meant Celtic. Yeah, no, Rangers have won it nine times before. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so you know that that happens. That was in the nineties, you know, with Lord Drop and etc. Brian uh-huh. Lord Drop. So uh, I guess it's just unlucky for PSG, but. I think it's good and fresh to have someone else win the league, other than PSG, Monaco, and or Lyon. I know Lyon used to win in that same manner nine leagues yeah. in a row before. So yeah, it's good. It's good uh, to have a team, and then um, director of football in, in Luis uh, Campos, mm-hmm. who has managed to do some uh, shrewd signings and you know to win the league. You know, Yilmaz is thirty-five, but he's banging goals. Yeah, crazy. Nobody would expect that. And is this the first time that he has played out of Europe, out of Turkey? I mean, yeah. So, so it's it's quite a surprise, but uh, it's a fr- it's refreshing to be honest. Okay. Uh, you mentioned unlucky for PSG. Uh, da, do you agree with him that uh this is unlucky for PSG? And what does this mean? What does he say about PSG losing to losing the league when they are favorites every single season? Um, I don't think it's unlucky. They they just failed miserably because <laughs> of the fact that they sacked Tuchel. Okay, uh, but that was the 
that was the main reason they lost the title. I mean, yes, Tuchel didn't perform as well as he did this season uh, with how he has been performing for the previous few seasons with PSG. Uh, but the thing is, it was because of a rift with the director of the club. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, I, I, sorry, sorry to interject. Um, does it mean more that uh, Tuchel left or that new manager that came in who's never won a league title as a manager? Um, I think when Tuchel left, they were already a few points away from the from the top spot. So, Pochettino coming in to... Then again, you know, Pochettino hasn't really proven himself. So, Pochettino <laughs> coming in to try and, and prove himself and, and, you know, establish his own style of play, um, it was never going to happen. They were never going to win the league like that. So, yes, sacking Tuchel was the number one reason why they lost the league. Um, like, I mean, let's just, let's just look at what Tuchel has done for Dortmund and for... Um, Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea for the past six months, he's t- taken them to two finals. He's taken them from ninth position all the way to fourth position, you mm-hmm. know, finishing in the Champions League squad. That, that speaks volumes, especially in the EPL as well. Uh, but then again, if you look at Tuchel's time um, at PSG, if you look at his record of signings, his top five signings, Mbappe, Icardi, Paredes, Keira, and Diallo. Out of these five, right, the only person who you will actually remember is Mbappe. You will not remember Diallo, you will not remember Kera, Paredes, or Icardi. You will not remember these four because they were just names who would play, wouldn't play week in, week out. They will just play like, you know, once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they didn't even perform under him. So think about it. Um, he did not sign, he did not want to sign uh, star players anymore besides uh, after Mbappe. He just wanted to sign players to establish his defensive play. We all know Tuchel for his defensive play especially after seeing how Chelsea has been playing. Uh, so, yeah. Now, you look at the amount of free transfers he's had. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six free transfers. And then uh, three loan transfers. You know, like Moise Keane, Ender Herrera was a free transfer. Yalu mm-hmm. Gipfon was a free transfer. You know, Moise Keane was a loan, of course. Um, yeah, so it, it, just, it just shows you that um, what Tuchel was lacking. Like, was he able to really spend and buy how much uh, buy the players that he wanted to or was he just being forced by the director so this is the mistake and and this is what they have to work on uh, of course second to was a big mistake but i think the bigger mistake is not working together with the manager so we will see how pochettino is uh, whether he whether he gets to work uh, better with the director or not if he doesn't then i think this is just going to be uh, the same old story over and over again and they're not going to win the league next season as well Okay, um, one last one last question. Uh, in the league one, and uh, before that, of course, we've been talking a bit about PSG. Congratulations to Lille. This is a very very big win. Um, I have to say that I was keeping my eye on Lille, but not as a league one winner because of how they have built their team over the past few, built a club over the past few seasons. Um, they got like Tiru said, uh, Jose Fonte, uh, Ilmas, Renato Sanchez, Ikone. I think the the keeper is. I could be wrong in pronunciation. Mike Manyan, um, who's I think linked with AC Milan. Also, um, I think he's re- he's already signed for AC Milan. He's already signed. Oh, okay. Um, they also had Nicola Pepe and uh, Gabriel, who's now at Arsenal, who are both now at Arsenal. Also, they used to have a coach, Juan Sacramento, who's uh, Mourinho's number two at Tottenham. So a couple of um, years where they had 
really really good transfers and uh, system. Um, so Dom, seeing this and talking about it, do you think that this is a one-off for Lille, or for, can they be contenders for the Liga for a couple of years, or this is just a one-off? Uh, honestly, I think this is a, a sort of a Leicester card lah. So. Uh, I was looking through the stats pertaining mm-hmm. to how Lille perform. So, uh, pertaining to uh, Galtier, right? So, the philosophy of uh, Christophe Galtier is that uh, they played a traditional 4-4-2 and uh, they had a very systematic pressing style. So, uh, the way Lille played was they would rather draw the game than to lose the game, which is um, they've only lost three games in the entire league. And they considered the least amount of goals in terms of all the teams in. Uh, actually, PSG has only con- PSG has considered 28 goals. Lille has considered 23 goals. But uh, what the manager did was he had a very solid partnership of uh, Jose Fonte and Sven Botman, who, in my mm-hmm. opinion, was the star player because Sven Bot- Botman ranks number one in terms of aerial duels won in the League One. So mm-hmm. the both of them had a strong partnership where they only considered 23 goals, which is rare because uh, what what happens is that even though Lille is um, is a League One team, right? What happened this season was Lille only registered or only played 21 players, so they were working with a very small team, which ensured consistency, but had the risk of injuries, right? But mm-hmm. apparently. Only Burak Ilmas uh, suffered a major injury, which was nine matches out. But even then, he scored 16 goals under the system of Galtier. And um, the the system that they they produced here is something that can be can happen for one season because most of the talent that uh, Lille possesses are, have already been been captured or seized by other players, uh, other teams. So like mm-hmm. Burak Ilmas, uh, 35 years old, 16 goals. Uh, Yusuf Yaziki, 24 years old, 14 goals from attacking mid. Ikone, 7 goals from midfield. Bamba, 7 goals, 9 assists. And then you have uh, players like Sven Botman, definitely going to be captured by someone. And uh, Bupakari Sumare, who was playing really well defensively with Ronato Sanchez, already stolen by Leicester. And then uh, the Mike um Mayan Mayan I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Mayan Mayan 21 clean sheets. Don't make his name into an Indian vulgarity bro. <laughs> yeah. Mayan Ma- I'm sorry, Mayan. <laughs> I'm sorry but yeah. that's how I I I I heard it on YouTube. Yeah, Mike Mayan or something. Okay, Mike lah, Mike. So our brother Mike ah, so he has 21 clean sheets this season and uh so in in the the amazing thing about this team was No other team picked up more points in the last 10 minutes of the games other than Lille, accumulating 12 points, which they were they were fighting for the draw. And if you think about it, right, Lille only came up in the very last minute, and they also drew they drew 11 games, bro. 11 games. PSG only drew four, but PSG lost eight games, while Lille only lost three games. So mm-hmm. Christophe Galtier managed to pull this off. But since he's already resigned, right? I think Lille will go back down to the mid mid table, ah. Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate because uh, we always like to see an underdog winning yeah. the league. 
correct and the teams like PSG using their the affluence their UEFA connection and the corruption and the money cannot even win Champions League cannot even win League One title myself <laughs> just die ah <laughs> <laughs> okay so um yeah. full credit given to Dom for the stats uh, that yeah. you found regarding Lille. Um, so, I think this is a good time to score another goal and then we'll get back to the La Liga. We are back and right now we are going to talk about the La Liga, another league that actually went down to the wire in the final day of the season where they crowned Atletico Madrid the champions. Um, I don't know about you guys, but actually listen back to our podcast I think uh, in January or February I think uh, where we discuss the season so far for a few teams and one of the league was La Liga uh, do you guys want to guess what you actually said regarding the the winner of the La Liga uh, this was Dome eh, sorry it was Tiru and Da I think I said that Atletico Madrid will win it right Yes, you said another thing as well. Uh, Tiru? Uh, I, I think I said I hope Atletico Madrid win it ahead yep. of uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Yep, uh, you're right. Uh, both of you actually called it that Atletico Madrid will win. But that you actually made a big own goal because you said that Atletico Madrid will dominate the Champions League. Uh, he went out to Chelsea <laughs> in the round of 16. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember he sing, sing, saying about having a good uh, run in the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Atletico, one of the things that we actually talked well, about... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let, me, okay. let, me just, let me just correct my point. No? Yep. At that point of time, right? At that point of time, right? Tuchel wasn't at Chelsea. Um. Okay. But Timo Werner was still there. <laughs> it doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the way Lampard was playing the team. Uh, you know, I expected uh, Atletico Madrid to beat Chelsea, but yeah, Tuchel changed everything, man. Yep. So one of the players that we actually talked about uh, during that episode was Luis Suarez, and uh, how he made a big impact back then, and I think he still does uh, for Atletico uh, right now uh, at the end of the DR season. Um, Dom, uh, we need your stats again. Uh, how impactful was Suarez uh, for Atletico Madrid this season? And uh, was it just Suarez who was their key player? Um, okay, so technically, I did I did only uh, close down my stats to Suarez. Okay, so uh, on the stats of other players, I'm not really sure. But the what I found most interesting was if Suarez didn't play for Atletico Madrid, Atletico will be 21 points short of where they are now. Wow. So, yeah, Suarez has scored 21 goals in 32 games. And uh, if he didn't play, they will be 21 points short of where they are because he would not be there to close down the game. So, in my opinion, Suarez is 34 years old, yes. But um, I felt that it was um, sort of a vengeance that he wanted to show because... He was like mm-hmm. ill-treated by Barcelona and uh, he dedicated his life to Barcelona and they just threw him like uh, recycled trash. And uh, <laughs> when he saw that Atletico offered a hand to save him, 
he really was emotionally determined to give his best and amazingly they won the league lah. even in the last two games it shows his ability to be clinical especially scoring in both games to make sure that Atletico sealed the the win ah mm-hmm. yep so i think uh okay maybe this season he may be he may be clinical but in my personal opinion i think he would continue this form under simeone because uh suarez is even though he's 34 years old he can score and he's very clinical in the in the penalty box and also frustrating for defenders to mark because uh, like in the popular football games they call it gamemanship so he has mm-hmm. the ability to win fouls and uh, frustrate uh, opponents into even penalties but i don't think he he won penalties this year it was more of fouls which led to attacking positions for atletico mm-hmm. very yeah. very interesting okay yeah. so so let's talk about the other two spanish clubs that are the bigger clubs compared to Atletico Madrid. Um, Iru, mm-hmm. I think you would take Barcelona and uh, Da, you're going to take uh, Real Madrid. So let's go with Barcelona first. Uh, Tiru, what do you think exactly went wrong for Barcelona this season? Uh, the board were idiots to let go of uh, Suarez in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. no, now, they, now they changed actually. The board has changed. Um, yeah. yeah, so... That was the one thing and the major thing that went wrong everywhere. So these guys did, uh, did not have the right, uh, don't have the money for transfers and etc. And they are like in debt of a few hundred million thanks to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And I think that they, they got their, their foot wrong and they did not concentrate on uh, uh, La Masia where they should have. Uh, but you know, now only you see some youngsters cropping up in the recent couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. But that, they seem like they are forced into it, to be honest, because uh, they cannot afford transfers. So I think they got their whole budget wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Huh? But um, mm-hmm. I feel that if Messi... No, I'm not wrong. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, if Messi left, this uh-huh. Barcelona squad would be, the, to me, it's going to be the same as the Barcelona squad in the late 90s. In the late 90s, you're yeah. meaning the squad with Rivaldo and Figo? Um, older than I would, that. I would, I would, I would rather say uh, before Was it early to, I think early it's before 2000s. Pep's area, so it's the early 2000s. Yep, that, that, that part. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I got, got that wrong. Yep. Yeah, you corrected yeah, yeah. me when I'm wrong. So, But I felt yeah. that it's the same because they so don't wrong. have... Yep, that was wrong. <laughs> so they don't have that, you know, Xavi, Iniesta, Messi, like the fulcrum of the team, to to win games. And even if uh, Xavi and Iniesta left, they still had the MSN. Like yeah, right now, yeah. that that squad is like you unrecognizable. Like name me a player, uh, in two thousand and the full squad. Two thousand Yep. I mean, that's Xavi. Uh, and then the goalkeepers were like Roberto Bonanno. Mm-hmm. Then you had like Oliver on the right hand side, but then it's Michael Reisiger most of the times. Yep. Then you got like uh, Sergi on the left. At times it's Philip Koku or Van Broncos. Yep. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the squad that you're looking at. And there's playing yep. the ball and Abelardo. And yet Zavi, uh, Iniesta was not in yet. And Pepe Reina. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is was that... there, but he was like, he was a young kid. But the thing is that, yeah, you see, back then, Barcelona Luis was very... Luis Enrique, number 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. The, the, the so legendary, just... legendary uh, Spanish manager who has not picked any Real Madrid players. Yeah, Tiro gone. Ultimate revenge. No, no. The thing, the thing is that you know, um, before Messi, you have to look at Barcelona pre-Messi and after Messi. To be honest, at this moment now, so you know, back then you you always had someone you could buy to replace as your talisman of the football team. Like mm-hmm. for for example, you know, we had um, Rivaldo, who was mm-hmm. the main guy at Barcelona. But you know, after the 2002 World Cup, they released him, okay. and then they went they went out and bought Ronaldinho. Yep, a year later. A year later, yeah. So it, it took time, but uh, but they had a failed experiment with uh, Juan Roman Riquelme mm-hmm. before yep. that. So you know they they always had to go out and buy someone to be their number ten. But okay. but they have, they've had they've had a few failed experiments right now, like Coutinho, yeah. um, Griezmann. Yeah, 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 but yeah, but Who? then they breath white. Martin, Martin breath white. <laughs> <laughs> That is not experiment. That is desperation. <laughs> so the thing is that you know. Wait, they uh, signed they signed Braidwood because somebody was injured, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were given a chance to sign like a goalkeeper or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> so the thing the thing is that you see, um, we always had somebody who came in, then they they played there for like a few years, and then they left, and you replace them with someone. But with Messi is that he came all the way from La Masia, all the way down, and then he became the talisman of the team, uh-huh. to a point where he's big, is so big that he might be even bigger than Barcelona at this moment now. Yep. Yes. Let's right, switch pro- to. That's that's the problem that happened in Barcelona. Let me finish with well, a small point. Okay. And sure. Why La Masia is not La Masia of yesterday is because the entire people who who ran that institution of football are now in Manchester. In the blue half, with Coriola. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you know you're not gonna, you're going to get the same quality or the same philosophy across. So it's mm-hmm. going to take time, and and if Messi leaves, there's no plan B. That's why yep. Phil Foden is the new Messi. <laughs> Strong uh, argument to be made there. Um, mm-hmm. Let's switch to Real Madrid. Uh, da, what do you think went wrong for them this season? Uh, honestly, before I start, I love Phil Foden because. Uh, He actually takes the limelight away from Sterling, who's a bloody snake. Um, <laughs> but yeah, back to Real Madrid. Uh, yeah, so Real Madrid, I think the failure was that they did not replace Ronaldo. Like, he left two years ago. They they still did not replace him. Like, who did they replace him with? Vinicius Junior. He did Hazard. nothing. No, Hazard was like barely even there the whole season. He's injured almost, you know, all the time, and then he just came back for like the to to receive some fanfare, you know, some some limelight against uh, his old club Chelsea, and then he was seen smiling and celebrating uh, with them. Yeah, and celebrating with them like like as if he won with them. But yeah, um, so yeah, they they also have a few failed experiments with uh, Ant- uh with no not not Ancelotti with uh, Vinicius Junior with um Rodrigo with uh. Hazard, you know, those who are tipped to replace 
uh, Ronaldo and what did they do to their best player? To their best player. I'm not talking about Benzema. Benzema is by far their best player behind Ronaldo. But I'm talking about Bale. What did they do to Bale when he initially won them one of the Champions League in those three years? They just threw him out. They just discarded him. I, I don't even understand why. Like they could have mm. just built the team around him after Ronaldo left, but no, they did not. They just decided that no, he's not going to be good enough, and they just you know let him go. Um, so yeah, they've they've had so many failed experiments as well. Um, but I think they've done worse than. I think currently their squad right now is worse than Barcelona, because really? they've got yeah they've they've really got lots of aging players. Benzema's old. Uh, look at the best player, the best player in the in the two legged ties against uh, Liverpool. It was Tony Cruz, mm-hmm. and then now Luka Modric has just signed a contract extension as well. He's going to be there. Casemiro is also not that young as well. Um, so yeah, they are uh, Sergio Ramos. Yeah, not 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 forgetting Sergio Ramos, who's actually out of a contract. Um, I'm not sure whether he's going to sign or he's going to leave. Looking like look looking at it, he's going to leave. Um, but yeah, so they need to spend a lot of money to actually uh, make a few more transfers to to get in the players and they need to like really sell a lot of players they need to sell Bale they need to sell Hazard uh, yeah they need to sell lots of players and who knows whether the future transfers that they're going to make is going to be more failed experiments or whether it's going to be a successful one we won't mm-hmm. know so the ball is actually in Atletico Madrid's court right now to continue this trend and you know win a second La Liga in a row because Barcelona and Real Madrid have the work cut out for them Okay, so I'm going to give the both of you like... Uh, and Dom, feel free to just add in as well. I'm just yeah. going to give the two of you the role as the owner or I would say the president of uh, these both clubs, uh, Tiru and uh, Da. So, Tiru, if you're the owner of Barcelona... Uh, sorry, if you're the president of Barcelona, what would you do? What would you get things right in terms of transfers? La Masia maybe? Hey, to, to be honest, right? Uh, I think it's over for Messi. You got to rebuild the team from scratch. Okay. Uh, you can't do the same mistake that Real Madrid has made with uh, Ronaldo. You, know, you can't go out there and buy someone like Vinicius Junior and expect him to replace Ronaldo. You have to go out there and change the entire philosophy of the team. You have to rebuild it as a team, rather than a team that depends on Messi. The I, sorry, sorry. I I, I, get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But I yeah. think Messi outdid himself this year. He's, he's, he's still going on scoring 31 goals. So, I still yeah, don't yeah. see why they can't build a team around him again. Like, you know, buying but, more hardworking games. But that's the thing, game. They don't have the money. True. Mm-hmm. So, the reality of the situation is that they don't have the money to go out there and buy a couple couple of players to support uh, Messi. Right? They, they, they're going to, like... Um, have issues securing players. They have to give and get. Like, they have to sell players in order to get cash, in order to fund new transfers. And with the crazy market that you have nowadays and the COVID situation, I don't think we're going to get a good deal or the players that you want. So that, that makes a lot of, uh, of uh, difficulty in, in starting a rebuild now. Although they have already started a rebuild ahead of Real Madrid. But I think it's going to take some time. Winaldum, is it a correct signing for Barcelona? I think, yeah, it's a free transfer. I mean, um, in terms of the player profile. In terms of the player profile, obviously, he's not he's not uh, on the same level that you expect a world beater to come in. But he is an extremely talented player. 
with a lot to give for a team and he's a workhorse. So I definitely like him as a player. So he's definitely someone that you need in a team. Um, I think on, on top of that, he's the right signing for Ronald Koeman instead of Barcelona. Because yeah, Koeman knows I agree. I, I, I agree with the statement there. Mm-hmm. Because Koeman, Koeman needs more people uh, on his side in the team compared to on Messi's side, to be honest. There's mm-hmm. a rift between them. It's a very fine line. But, you know, they managed to get through this season. So you need more players there out to do what you need to be in the team. So it's it's a, it's a messy thing, but uh, not in M-E-S-S-I. It's M-E-S-S-Y. It's a messy <laughs> thing, situation that you have now. But then um, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to... We're going to just wait and see whether the signings stick together. I heard that Depay is coming as well. Another Dutch player. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. But they, they already signed Messi, uh, sorry, Aguero. Um, they're probably going for the same 4-3-3 kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, but then I think Messi will not be in the front three. I think he'll be just a bit back. That's why you need workhorses like Wijnaldum mm. in the midfield. So I think it's going to be an entire different setup in terms of the positioning. Let's okay. see how it works out. Because you still got Griezmann. Yeah. But I heard a rumor that uh, Griezmann's going to be traded with Juan Felix. I don't know if it's true though. No, I heard they're going to trade with uh, Suarez. They want Suarez back. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, the fight winning. Yep, you got to... Oh, uh, you can move on to Real Madrid. Okay, uh, Da, uh, if you're the president of uh, Real Madrid, what would you do? Um, first of all, I'll settle the manager first since Zidane, is, Zidane has left. Mm-hmm. Who would you um, take, actually? I, I, I'm actually lost because I, I don't know. There's, there's Allegri, there's Conte, there's... No, Allegri's signing with Juventus. Yeah, he went oh, it's to confirmed? Juventus. Yep. It's confirmed today? Uh, Romano, Fabrizio Romano confirmed. Yeah. Hey, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Di Marzio also confirmed. Yeah, so then, then that 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 leaves with just two choices, you know, Conte and uh, Raúl. Um, I honest, I mean, I don't know. Um, my heart is saying Raúl, my mind is saying Conte. Uh, but you know, Conte, Conte is just the type of person who will come in, get the job done, and then he leave. So maybe you can get Conte and then uh, Raúl get like the B team, and then you know, slowly understudy, and then come up after Conte leaves, because uh, Conte doesn't like to stay too long. So yeah, I, I think first choice will be Conte, then uh, Raul would be probably the understudy to to take over soon. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the team, uh, yeah, it has to be a massive rebuild rebuilding because Marcelo has to leave. Um, you know, they 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 have to get they have to get players back like 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 Hakimi. They let Hakimi go, mm-hmm. and and he, and he just proved proved himself. He won the league with with Inter Milan. Uh, so yeah, they they shouldn't have let people like this go. Um, I think same story like La Masaya, the last person to come out from um, Real Madrid's youth academy was uh, Asensio. And even Asensio isn't really a first-team player right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's there and he's thereabouts. He's, he's not really like, you know, the, the, the real first-team player. So, yeah. Um, so, that, 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 that in lies another problem. Um, that, that people that are coming out from their youth team are not um, going in there and winning the games for them, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, so they they need they need they really need to replace. I think Benzema. I think he's got another one two years in him. Um, same like Casemiro and Luka Modric and Tony Cruz. Um, they've got a couple of good years in them. Uh, but 
the whole team needs to be rebuilt uh, from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay, so rebuilding. Uh, Dom, do you agree with them that these both teams need rebuilding? Uh, it is high time that they do they do it lah because uh, without um, like that what they this uh, our two fellow uh, pundits explained is that uh, <laughs> the youth system is already crashing and the age is already going up so definitely they will need a rebuilding structure but the only challenge that can come to these two teams being like uh, huge teams is the financial affluence during this COVID period which. We all know that the Galacticos team and the uh, Barcelona's team, they always need a high, a big signing, or they need to spend money. And with the with the lack of fans and a financial crisis, I think it's going to be a challenge to to them even towards a rebuilding structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's just end with the champions yeah. again, um, Atletico Madrid. Uh, same mm-hmm. question. With Lille, uh, which is that, do they need to wait another couple of years? Because if I'm not wrong, it was seven years since they last won the La Liga. Um, do they need to wait another couple of years to win it again, or is this squad actually good enough to be in the title race in the coming years, two three years, or I actually winning see, them? I probably see Lille being disbanded. Okay, I see what the about, team being disbanded. What so about? So it's going to take some time. <laughs> <laughs> I think is is. I mean, Diego Simeone is, is going to hold on to his team. So he's probably going to make some shoot adjustments and signings to keep up the momentum. So I think Atletico Madrid uh, really have a good chance of winning the La Liga for the next two, three years, to be honest. Okay. Uh, Dom? Mm, actually, I think exactly like what Tiro said. Lah. I don't see them... Uh, I I would just say it's exact exact point is Tiro actually. Okay. Um, da. I'm gonna stick by my guns, uh, and say that they're gonna dominate the Champions League again. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But what, what if Diego Simeone leaves? Yeah, that's I don't the think question. He will, I don't think he's the best paid coach in the world. Yeah, he is. Mm. His daughter so can sing the Atletico yeah, with the Atleti, the Atleti. <laughs> yeah, I, I think no, I, I heard the song. Simeone is going to be there for 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 life, man. Um, <laughs> he's not going to let let that thing go, man. <laughs> I mean, he's a legend. He's a legend there as a player as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is. So, so yeah, so yeah. Like like I mean the the one. Let's just hope they they don't go down the route of uh, Perez and. End up being like Zidane's and Pavon's. He's is is Arsene Wenger the longest yes. at a club, right? For fourteen years, is it? How many years? Uh, twenty two. Twenty two years. So he gets to meet like what eight nine years now. Fergie twenty six years. Oh, Fergie's twenty six. Twenty six. Okay, my bad. Ferguson is twenty. Okay. Yeah. okay. So yeah, Simeone I think if you like, really want to go game. for long, long one, I think is the is uh, who's the longest serving manager ever? I don't know. I have to Google yeah, it. Let me check right now. Okay, wait. While I Google, uh, I mean, uh, no, I Google see. and you answer. Okay, true, true, true. Yeah. So Simeone, uh, the, the good thing about Simeone is that uh, he's not only uh, made shrewd transfers. 
he's also had a game plan, like a game plan that works. Uh, I don't really watch Atletico Madrid, so I can't really say for sure whether he's been playing the same tactics um, every single season. Um, but the players trust him. Like, there, there's not one player who's had a fallout with him, I think, besides Fernando Torres. Uh, Probably they don't back. dare to have a fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe they don't dare. But um, if you look at Yannick Carrasco, for example, uh, Yannick Carrasco got sold by Simeone because he wasn't hardworking enough. And mm-hmm. he left to China instead of Bayern Munich. Uh, when Bayern Munich actually offered him and, and he left to China instead because he wanted to make more money. And then, uh, you know, he kind of fell into depression uh, because he he's, he broke up with his wife. I mean, he divorced his wife or was his girlfriend, I can't remember, uh, for six years. Uh, they, they were together for six years and then they broke up. And stuff. So so this all these things led to depression and stuff. And then uh, after a few years at China, he decided, uh, Atletico Madrid decided to, you know, it's the same thing did with Suarez, you know. They, they gave him a hand and then he came back. And now it seems that he's actually the most hardworking player under Simeone. And that's why he was like one of the most played players this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that, man. So so that speaks volumes about how Simeone, uh, can, uh, that how players actually trust Simeone uh, to make the right decision. Like, for example, Torres. Torres is the prime example that we can bring up. He brought back a cult favourite. He brought back uh, someone who was a legend in the club. But he froze him out in the second season. Mm-hmm. And nobody dared to speak a word because they trusted Simeone. They knew what Simeone was doing. I mean, uh, Torres, Torres said that it actually hurt uh, like, like a dagger to his heart. But nobody, uh, you know, uh, everybody knew that Simeone was doing the right thing. Like Simeone was doing the, the right thing for the club. So, you know, it, it speaks volumes to to how much the board trusts him, to how much the players trust him, the fans, the, the whoever is under him, you know. So that's why Simeone is really probably the best manager right now, I would say. Although he's, he's, he's not winning the Champions League, you know, but currently right now, he's probably the best. He, he, Guardiola is the best, yes, but look at how much money he spent. It's just mm-hmm. compared compare with the money that uh, Atletico Madrid has spent under Simeone. Uh-huh. Right. Talking about managers, you asked the question, who's the longest serving manager? He's actually, I've got an answer. He's actually a French guy, right? Yeah, guy he's a Roo. French guy. Yeah. Guy, guy Roux. Yeah. Uh, Oxier. Can you guess the number of years? Or do you guys actually know? I, I, I didn't Google because I was talking. 36 years. You say 36? I, I say 36, 36 plus. 36 plus? Uh, Dom? What, what is 36 plus? Four, four. More than 36, man. I think Dom Google it because he got it right. 44. Yeah, I'm actually 44. looking at the answer now. <laughs> what the hell, man? 44 years. 44 years. Yeah. Is he, is he still there? He, no, he actually I... started, started in the team as a youth player. So he continued yep. playing and then he became a player manager, then manager. And uh, he it was all the way back since 1952. So it's a yeah. long, long time. He like a legendary so Edgar Davis lah, become player manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a player... <laughs> Who became a manager, not like I guys. think Edgar Davis is like the best player manager ever. <laughs> he came in, he substituted himself in and then he got sent off. 44 years, man. Can you imagine that happening nowadays? Ah, 44 months or 44 minutes. That will not happen, man. Maybe Simeone, but I don't know. I, I doubt so. Yeah. It won't lah. Oh, sorry about that. I actually uh, left, but uh, I think it is a good way to end the show. Um, we like to thank everyone 
for supporting us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, thank you guys for joining me on this uh, episode where we talked about the Liga as well as the La Liga. Um, yep. So take care. Uh, practice safe distancing, and we will see you on the next episode. Hopefully next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye guys. Bye. Good evening.